My mother-in-law robbed me because I'm rich, but now I'm trying to get her arrested. Don't you hate when you have a Karen mother-in-law? It's bad enough when you run into someone at a grocery store parking your car, but if your partner's mother is insufferably Karen, enough to dare to steal your money. By the way, buckle in, this is a long solo episode with your boy. Y'all, I miss Sam. If you miss him too, could you put I miss Sam in the comments? But without further ado, buckle up. To start, I, 46 female, am married and have three kids. 10 years ago, we came into money. A lot of money. I worked hard in my specific field, which earns a lot. Which field is it, huh? I had done some smart investments and they have paid out. I have been steadily adding to my bank account for these years. My husband considers this my money. We don't have a prenup, hence I will talk as the money is mine. When the first payload came in, I did what my husband and I always discussed if we have the money. The mortgage was paid off. I bought a new car and I managed to buy a nice house in our favorite holiday destination. Dang, the big three OP is balling out here. We rent this one out to a very nice family for most of the year. We set up college funds for our children, each an equal amount, which should be enough to pay for five years. If there is money left from the fund, the children can use this as a down payment on their house or apartment. Okay, I have a little bit of thoughts on this, but let's let's keep running. When the money kept coming in, thanks to the investments and my work, I looked towards what could be done for my immediate family. My husband has two sisters, and we have five nieces and nephews on his side from one of the sisters. My brother has two children as well. It was decided that all of the nieces and nephews would have college funds as well. Oh my gosh, Opie is out here blessing her whole family. Straight up Oprah right here, you get a college fund, you get a college fund, you get a house, you get a car, you get investments, you get a down payment, what? For the same amount as my children under the same strict stipulations. I would get the information about the costs and make sure everything is paid. My eldest niece had already started college, so I paid the amount already paid to her parents to keep everything fair. She managed to finish within the four years and has some money left. I had an accountant, a dear friend, find out what would be beneficial to my brother and one of my sister-in-laws in regards to their mortgage. I paid off the majority for the both of them. My parents were sent on a nice trip since their house is already paid off and both my in-laws and other sister-in-law rent so I paid a certain amount so they can save that money. Part of the money goes to charity at home and abroad. I also set up some college funds for the children of our closest friends and family members. OP, um, I would like to formally submit uh, my application to be your best friend. I have a great podcast with incredible people that watch and listen to it. Um, I read some of the funniest, craziest stories on the internet, kind of like yours right here. I mean, I feel like we would hit it off. You know, you want to be on the pod? You know, we, I could I could pull up a seat for you right here, honestly. <laughs> we don't need to tell Sam, okay? As a treat, hubby, our kid, and I went on a paid by us slash me vacation with both my own extended family and his. At this point, everyone is very grateful. Listen, if, if you're not grateful to OP right now, 
Something very bad needs to happen to you. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what are you doing? I also just remembered the title and the mother-in-law. However, one of the sister-in-laws always has a need to be in the spotlight or that one or all of her children need to be in the spotlight as well. She's nice to my face, but I know for a fact that she has been bad-mouthing me, making passive-aggressive remarks about me and my work and my person, but always in such a manner that you would be a B slash a hole if you would say something about it. My usual tactic and the one that works always is play the innocent slash dumb one and nitpick on what she says. That is a smart strategy. I have managed to shut her up many times without being classified as a B. So the past few years, sister-in-law has been hinting that I should pay for a very nice, all-inclusive resort holiday for her and her family abroad since I have the money. <sighs> Here's the thing, y'all. Just because, just because you have someone that is close to you that has a lot of money does not mean that they should have to pay for you to do something. Also, not that this would justify it, but look at all of the things that OP has done. Look at all of the people that OP has helped. She put her friend's kids through college, her kids through college, her nieces and nephews through college, helped do down payments, rent payments, etc. Like you look at a you look at a person like that and you can't be like, "Hey, give me more. You know, th this person has already given so much. You can't say that they're greedy, which you know what? If someone has a lot of money and wants to spend it on themselves, like I think there definitely is a civic duty to uh, give back um, and things like that. Even out, honestly, even more so outside your family, in my personal opinion. Um, but you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with making some good money and, you know, not having to pay for other people's vacations. There's just a line. You kind of, you kind of know it when you feel it. Um, again, people, people that have money should help other people, but it's situations like these where I believe the sister-in-law has already been helped out. It's, it's, it's a bit too much, bit too much. Note, they have money saved that would have initially been used for the college funds of their kids. There we go. Money that has barely been used. COVID hit and she has been silent. She and her husband took and still take it very seriously. Now that restrictions are mostly lifted, she had a birthday party for her and her son since her son really wanted to have a party. No biggie, we show up with a gift for her and her son and all is well. Birthday boy got a voucher to buy a tent or the camping gear he wanted. Sister-in-law got a voucher to use whatever way she wanted. I added some sunscreen, drinks, and such as I knew she wanted to go on holiday or some sort of thing like that. Or so we thought, oh boy. She asks what our holiday plans are. We say that we won't be crossing any foreign borders. We're going to stay in our home country, but we booked a cabin somewhere for a week. Very nice, not luxurious or anything. We would still need to cook and do the grocery shopping. Sister-in-law starts saying, oh, how nice. We are still thinking about what we want to do. My lovely husband and I both have an inkling what she's hinting at, but we start spouting ideas in the hopes of avoiding tragedy. We have family at one place. Maybe they could stay there for a weekend or so. There is a campsite somewhere somewhere else with entertainment for the children of various ages. And then, oh, then it comes. She shows us something she found on the World Wide Web, and to be honest, it looks amazing. Not too luxurious, but still very nice. All-inclusive water park for the kids, spa center, and the whole shebang. Bro, places with water parks? That slaps. <laughs> 
Price tag for a family of seven, $35,000. A measly $35,000. Wow, what a deal. So husband says that that's a lot, but is glad they saved so much to do this. Sister-in-law then goes, oh, we don't. We thought you would be paying as my birthday gift. Say what? People, she just told us what she was looking at. No, scratch that. She expected me to give about $35,000 as a gift for her birthday just because I have money. She goes on that I earn enough and their family, our godson and other nieces and nephews have been promised already and so forth. God, we all sat in stunned silence birthday boy and two of his sisters even looked up to see what we would say while laughing and playing with our children. Husbands started laughing, thinking it was a joke. Father-in-law just sat there and looked on, and I did a seemingly good impression of a fish. No, sister-in-law was dead serious. You have the money, you can just give it, you won't miss it. God, I hate this. This woman has shown her disdain for me and my work many times over in a very sweet, passive-aggressive manner, so that way it was hard to call her out on it. Me, husband, and even her father still have done so. I just sat there and listened how she widened her eyes, trying to look sweet, something she does every time she wants something, and giving all the reasons why we should give her the money without counting the voucher we gave her. I then regained my wits and just say the full sentence she didn't want to hear. Me. <gasps> no. Sister-in-law. But you have the money. Me. I have the money. That is true. Sister-in-law. So you can pay for it. Me. I could indeed. Sister-in-law interrupting me. Oh, that's great. Me. But I won't. Sister-in-law. But, but, but we deserve it. You won't miss it. We're family. Yep, unfortunately, you and I are family now. I love being family of your kids, however. Me. Fact. We are indeed family. Fact. We all deserve a nice holiday after the fluff show called COVID. False. I would surely miss it since it wouldn't be in the bank intended that one as a joke. Sister and brother-in-law continue to rant about how much they think I should pay for it. Me. Listen, you have shown many times you do not respect me or my line of work. You do not respect the fact that I worked very hard and made sacrifices to earn this money. You do not respect the fact that I have paid off your mortgage, paid for the college education of your kids, and even some money for their own place. You badmouth me, call me names, and even told people my husband should divorce me. OP, you owe these people nothing absolutely nothing. Sister-in-law is just trying hard to deny it. Brother-in-law calls me a liar. Father-in-law joins in and sides with me. Her own children can tell their father that they have heard their own mother saying horrible things about me. Birthday boy even recorded one conversation she's had with someone while making a TikTok video. He showed this. Brother-in-law went mute. Conversation continued. Sister-in-law notices she won't get the expensive holiday she wanted. Fine then don't pay for the holiday. The least you could do is pay for our plane tickets and let us stay at your holiday home slash favorite holiday destination. <sighs> Remember, I rented out to local family for most of the year. Due to the pandemic, they have to stay there as they can't slash are afraid to travel. Me, not happening. First of all, the family can't leave. Second, 
you don't get to make demand. The voucher you got has a very generous amount of money on it for you to use the way you please, maybe towards a holiday. Third, we already went on a paid by us slash me holiday. So you got a paid for holiday already. Fourth, if you want more money, then get a job that will pay more. You have a degree. Last, you treat me like crap and still expect me to just hand over my hard earned money. Sister-in-law starts the waterworks and turns to her father who completely sided with me. He told her he understands me. He told her he knows how hard I worked and the sacrifices me and my husband have made for this. My husband is pissed. He sees red and tells his sister in no uncertain terms that this won't be happening and how dare they? Indeed, how dare they? He tells her that we're leaving. We pack up the kids and go home. Later, we get on a call. Mother-in-law has gossiping tendencies as the sister-in-law is her favorite. She tries the whole spiel on how hard they had it before I came into money and helped them, etc. Husband dealt with her perfectly and she understood after a lengthy conversation. Now here is where I just laugh. Apparently, sister-in-law's kids are pissed that she pulled the stunt and went full rebel mode. We have a great relationship and seemed afraid that this would influence it. They managed to come by and we had a heart to heart. I told them we don't blame them for the actions of their parents. I explained to them the reasons for not handing out the money like that after the initial gifts. The youngest seemed to side more with mom and dad, but the rest said they understood. They know about their generous college and home fund. I stated to them that we wouldn't want for them to do anything against their parents as they still live. They stayed for dinner and then went home. As of now, the kids are barely talking to their parents. They still do their chores, let them know things, but that's it. Gossipers in the form of other family members came in as sister-in-law had sent them messages and called them. Simple Facebook post by the birthday boy with the video put a stop to that. We have the receipts, lady! Sister-in-law and brother-in-law had an enormous backlash from the previously gossiping family members calling them out. They have been uninvited to certain events. We have received apologies from the gossiping family members. Some told me that they had a hard time as they understood both her and me. The only thing that bothers me is the fact that my in-laws are caught in the middle, especially my mother-in-law who is very family-oriented. I know some of you might slash will wonder why I don't just give them the money. One of the reasons is the way she... Wait, 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 wait. Who, who would wonder that? Who? After all she has done. No, 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 no. She does not deserve to give them the money. One of the reasons why is the way she has treated me, even before I came into money. Another reason is that I simply feel uncomfortable just handing out money. I simply ask you to give your opinion in a kindly fashion. Am I the a-hole for not paying? We have lots of updates. We have lots of different parts, y'all. But this is a good time, I think, to break it down of what we know so far. And what we know so far is that this poor woman does not deserve to pay for her sister-in-law's wedding. You know, you give some people an inch and they take a light year, a galactic amount. Oh, I just, I just can't imagine being given so, so, so much by a person and then going back and not only are they asking for something outrageous, like a $35,000 vacation, they're doing things like telling their kids in advance. So that way they can try and like guilt OP into being like, oh, well, if you want to crush their dreams, you don't want to crush the dreams of our sweet children, your sweet nieces and nephews. 
No, absolutely not. Even they saw through their parents' BS. So, oh my God, if there is ever a story that we've read of an entitled person who did not deserve what they're asking for, this, this is number one, y'all. Number one out of like 2,000 stories. My goodness. But let's get into this update. Long story once. So, Sam, recently I've been really wanting to get back into skating, not like on a board yeah but like, like roller skates roller, roller skates. skates well you have already the dance moves so i imagine if you got on skates there's no stopping you. exactly but like i got the skates i love them i'm excited but my sister is like actually like a derby skater like is legit oh. and she has like br snapped her leg in half before oh it's been bad seriously yes this oh is God. this is this yeah, is I true heard derby skating is nuts they, they they go hard they go hard it makes me a little nervous um but there is something i have in my back pocket that lets me just go hard in the paint and skate as hard as i want wait to. what would it be uh it's zocdoc zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online and these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients we're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated patient reviewed Incredible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for the ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and then download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today that's zocdoc.com slash okop zocdoc.com slash okop let's get back to the show when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More. I was the one whose sister-in-law demanded that I pay for a holiday. Here's the next part. So sister-in-law was very disappointed and angry that I didn't bow down to her every whim and pay for a holiday. For those who read my first post, know that I'm well off, thanks to the hard work and some luck. We had some flying monkeys, aka gossiping family members, come in because of my sister-in-law. Most backed down and understood where we stood and left it alone. Unfortunately, the whole family of my DH, what? Guys, please, please help me with these acronyms. Unfortunately, the whole family of my husband now knows that we have a bank account with lots of money in it. As sister-in-law had called out a lot of family members to complain and spill the beans, they began talking amongst themselves and their children. Some of the aunts, uncles, and cousins didn't think it was fair that I paid college funds for some of the children of cousins and that I paid for a family holiday. <sighs> well, please, please don't tell me we have more entitled Karens coming out of the woodwork here. Please! To note, I only have college funds for the children of cousins who we have a close relationship with. There's about six cousins with around 12 kids. 
I'm in this family for almost 20 years and I only see a majority of the aunts, uncles, and cousins on a yearly slash bi-yearly family reunion, if everybody. I haven't seen some of them in around five to 10 years. A couple of days after the fallout with sister-in-law, an aunt and uncle call, something they never do. I put my phone on speaker as I was busy with folding the laundry. They ask how everything is going, how we're holding up during the pandemic and such. We exchange some experiences and then they both go like this. Aunt and uncle, listen, listen, we hear you have some college funds set up for some of the children of certain cousins. Is that true? Me. That's true. I'm no liar. Is it true that you took mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law, one and two, and family with you on a holiday? Yes. You also have a holiday home, right? We do. But why do you want and need to know? We never knew you had so much money. Well, a lot of hard work, sacrifice, dedication, and luck were part of it. Aha. Well, you have to pay for our grandchildren's college funds as well. Oh, I know it's coming, guys. I know it's coming, but it, it still hurts every time. We do want to go on a holiday with our children, too. We deserve it, too. Me, shocked and silent. We're family, so you have to pay. Me, less shocked. Yes, we want college funds for our six grandchildren, each consisting of $800,000 for each child, and we want a holiday home like yours, but in location X. We already have one we want. We'll send you the information. And that goes for our family holiday. We are family, and since you have the money, you can pay for us too. Me, pissed off. They continue to rant that they deserve it because they're family, and family takes care of each other. My husband, meanwhile, had heard everything and was getting angrier. I had pressed a record button halfway through the convo and asked them to repeat their demand. I eventually asked them if they had more to say, which they didn't. I just flat out said that it wasn't gonna happen. They might think they're entitled to my money, but they weren't. I quoted the phrase they and many of the family gave us when my husband and I didn't have the money and we were in a tight spot because we had a health scare. We asked every family member if we could borrow some money and we would pay it back. Only three of the nine aunts and uncles helped us out and we paid them back. The quote, it is your responsibility to have and save enough for the care, well-being, and education of your family. If you can't, then you don't deserve. We won't be giving you any money. Stunned silence on their side. I told them to relay the message to the rest and not to call us with such demands again. And I hung up the phone. Hubby was very proud. You, listen, you have done so much. I'm, I'm gonna say this a thousand times, okay? Are, are you ready? Do we got a counter going for how many times that OP doesn't have to pay? OP does not have to pay. Thank you. In the weeks that followed, the sum of the other aunts and uncles and cousins called with the same. Only those aunts and uncles who helped us in our time of need called us and told us to say that it is our money and they have plenty of it. Don't ask for more. One cousin called and asked for a certified loan for a down payment on a house, something I have agreed to. They had the majority saved, but came up short of $1,000. See, okay, quick pause right there. I would say, if anything, if you're ever going to make an ask, which I, I would avoid absolutely, absolutely as much as possible, but this is very reasonable. It's like, hey, we already have like the vast, vast, vast majority of 95% of the money saved up. We're missing this one grand. Would you mind throwing that in and, you know, we'll pay you right back in our next like month or two of paychecks. Okay. You know, you know what? Now, now we're talking. Take some notes, sister-in-law. They had to pay for it sooner as they could get the house sooner. Just now I saw 
that I received the first half of it, that also raised hell. Then with the aunts and uncles and cousins, we had a Zoom call and I explained to them my reason for not doing it. I told them that they could always come when they truly needed financial help, but under legal contracts so that neither party would feel themselves screwed over. Cousin who had borrowed money even showed the certified slash notarized loan. Most seemed to understand. Not entirely happy, but they knew they could come for help. For some, it wasn't. Ooh, who are those some? Then came the cherry on. I came home last weekend on a holiday to find a lot of parked cars in an otherwise empty street. I had to pass my house in order to park somewhere else. And around 15 to 20 aunts, uncles, and cousins gathering in the front yard. So much for social distancing. Yo, their family is straight up... <laughs> Staging a protest in front of Opie's house. This isn't, you know, the citizens of a city, you know, protesting their mayor for, you know, fair wages or anything like that. This is this is people picketing outside their family member's house who they probably barely talk to asking for money. My God, I wish I had some of their audacity. You know what? Actually, I don't. What am I talking about? Guys, am I, am I getting brainwashed here? What's, what's going on? Please, please save me. Please save me. Now, here is something that few people know. I have security cameras around my home that record sound as well. Another thing that few people know, don't mess with. I told them that my right hook is very painful. Yo, honestly, Opie, start swinging. I'm in your corner. I'm in your corner, let me tell you. So while walking back, I called the non-emergency line of our local police station. I told them the situation and telling them the crap might fan if they could come and assist me in case it got out of hand. Yo, Opie's just out here just slugging. I'm like, yo, yo, bring it on. Ding, ding, ding. All right, who we got? Yo, hey, uncle, bop. Cousin, cousin, cousin Bob, bop, bop, I got you. Come on, who wants some? They would send some cops and crap hit the fan. The moment I stepped inside of people, they started screaming, cursing, telling me to pay up or they will make sure that I'll pay one way or the other, all while cornering me. Some of them poked their finger close to my face and in my chest and arm. I told them multiple times to stop what they were doing and leave. Sometime through this, the cops were called by some neighbors as well, and when they arrived, were trying to get me. Then, one uncle made a mistake. Y'all, are, are you ready? He slapped a man of about 6'3", slapped me, a woman of just 5'2", across the face in full view of the cop. Crowd went silent as he put his face almost in my face and went on a rant that I had to obey him as one of the elders of the family, all with his hand raised as he would slap me. Couldn't continue his rant. I knocked him to the ground. Let's go, WWE. In this corner, standing 5-2, we have OP, scrappy, and loaded with big old piggy banks and big old right hooks. In this corner, we have freaking idiot, 6'3", dumb cousin Bob, who's about to get his lights turned freak out. He stayed down, not unconscious, but quite rattled and stunned that I had punched him. This is apparently what the cops needed as well. The family members were stunned 
and the cops managed to get them away from me. They were pissed. A couple of the aunts and uncles and cousins managed to make a run for their car and drive away. <laughs> what is this, a college party? <laughs> the rest got to meet with some very angry cops. Some fines for breaking social distancing rules and expectations that charges might be pressed against them. To shorten the novel already, fine, I have some bruised fingers. Uncle had a broken cheekbone, wow! of my lovely cameras and are now in the hands of the DA, of the district attorney. The other family members have distanced themselves from the crap that happened. To be honest, I feel really crappy. I feel like I'm dividing a family just because I won't hand out my money. My husband says that this is money that I worked hard for, so I get to decide what happens. Correct. Still, I'm thinking of setting up some college funds aside for the rest of the children, though I'm still doubting them. It would also seem that I don't stand my ground and can be persuaded with violence, harassment. I am so sick of it. Edit. To keep myself from repeating, I've pressed charges against my uncle for the little love tap he gave me. Thankfully, my uncle has not filed counter charges to keep the love tap I gave him in return. I've been told he asked for anger management courses and a psychological evaluation without prompts. Re-freaking-diculous! His statement is that he got carried away and felt he was being egged on. He also wrote that he was extremely sorry and never meant to hurt me. Oh. Oh, mm, I'm, I might give you a little more than a love tap, Mr. 6'3 Cousin Bobby. I know this behavior is out of character for him. He and his wife also contacted my lawyer with a written apology already. All those present had to give statements on and one red thread emerged. They were there because the aunt and uncle who called me first, the ones from this post, had said they all should and see if they can come convince me. As for the charges concerning the others who were present, my lawyer is looking if they can get charges to stick for harassment. He's also looking if the instigators can be charged with a number of things. That guy is having a field day. He loves this. Those who are not involved have sent texts, called me, and sent me emails telling me they're sorry for the behavior of their spouse, sibling, parent, etc. They have not asked me to drop charges or anything, though. Just apologies. On to another update. A short update on my previous post. I want to cover some of the comments without repeating myself. I find it hard to answer everything. I still want to thank you all for the comments and opinions. I'll try to cover everything. Thanks for the awards. I know that some of you might think it's fake. That's okay. I still wish it was. What I want to start with is that the behavior is out of character. This is my husband's family, and they have always been hardworking themselves, saved money, and been family-oriented. They did and do not all have jobs that have earned a lot. Them not loaning money when we needed it is because they don't like loaning money. They're afraid of not getting it back as they also needed it. However, the comment they made then hurt. We talked about it at the time. They understood then and apologized. Also, husband and I have strong feelings that blabbermouth sister-in-law has said some things to them to get them to go. That would not surprise me at all. At the moment, this is just a hunch. We'll see what time will tell us. So for them to pounce on me like this is not normal behavior for them. It doesn't change a thing though. Since the incident, I have talked to cousins aunts and uncles. One, on advice of my lawyer, I sent an email that I do not want to be contacted by them at this point as the visitors might face a lawsuit as does Love Tap Uncle. Let's call him Uncle Bob. I gave them the contact information of my lawyer if they so wish or need. I asked them to respect. I also advised the visitors and Uncle Bob to find legal advice due to the circumstance. As of now, they respect this 
as we have not received calls, texts, and email. Only one cousin is in contact with my husband. This is the cousin who has the certified loan, and thus we need to be in contact. He told my husband and the visitors and Uncle Bob are very ashamed of themselves and realize they fluffed up enormously. He has heard some talk about mediation. Uncle Bob even cried in front of him, a man who never cries. It seems genuine, but I'm cautious. I do not trust Uncle Bob for one freaking second. I've read the responses and don't feel guilty anymore. I'm a person who helps when needed, always have. That is right, OP. Hey, hey, say it with your chest, okay? Even when we didn't have a lot of money, people were always welcome to stay for dinner and a night or two to get back on their feet. I have always felt lucky and blessed that I had a roof over my head, three meals a day, and clothes on my back. Husband and I discussed that we won't be offering any kinds of funds for the other family members, their children, or grandchildren. However, we are open to certified loans like the one cousin has, but decided that we won't be sharing this view for now. I'm not going to punish people for the actions of their parents slash grandparents. Some people said that I should move and change my number. No, I won't do that. I'm not going to move because of what happened. We live in a safe neighborhood with neighbors who take care of each other. Also, as of now, this is an isolated incident. I did block them on my phone and social media. My number is known to many official authorities. And again, as this is an isolated incident for the time being, I won't. Husband chose to block them and any contact of them has been through him in case they want to message him and they say things that could be used in court. He wants to keep tabs on them for as far that is possible. I'm okay with it. all the correspondence has been saved. Lawyer and I have a Zoom call planned for the next week. I have let him know what the cousin said. He also hopes to hear something from the district attorney then. He said that mediation is an option and wouldn't be surprised if the district attorney would look into this if the visitors and Uncle Bob are open for this idea. There still might be legal consequences for them. He has some ideas, but it also depends on the district attorney and what the visitors and Uncle Bob plead. My lawyer told me that he had some time to read some of the statements and view parts of the footage. Up until now, their stories are consistent with the footage he's seen. At this point, I want that their actions are recorded somewhere and have consequences for them. You do not get to threaten me, possibly my family, and harm me without getting your behind kicked at least once. Let them be scared crapless at this point. The footage is in the hands of the district attorney and my lawyer. Also, a neighbor has recorded what happened and that is also in the hands of the district attorney and my lawyer. Neighbor has also given a statement. I also have the footage saved in other places. You never know. Neighbors now know what happened. I sent them flowers with an apology for the disturbance. Oh, OP, OP just every Every, every move you make is gold. The Midas touch of niceness. Neighbors are not afraid and thankfully have promised to keep an eye on things. Angel neighbors, really. I don't consider myself a hero. I just try to be a decent human being. I don't flaunt the fact that we have money. We live in a normal home in a normal street. We don't wear expensive clothes. The car I bought 10 years ago was brand new then and that baby is still going strong. It has some dents and scratches on it, but the baby works. I'm not going to buy a new car if this one is still working. Same goes for my husband's car. The kids have their own chores and get pocket money, but if they want something extra, they can do extra chores for some extra spending money. They also have to save part of their pocket money. We want to teach them the value of money. The eldest realizes that we have a filled bank account, but also has seen what it has cost. The kids want a Nintendo Switch at the moment, so they're saving their money for that now. We will pay for a certain amount, and the rest they will have to get for themselves. So we just try to be an average family. Hope I covered all the comments and questions. Thanks again for reading. 
So we have more updates, y'all. But I think OP has shown again and again how she is completely willing to, you know, help people that need it. Like the certified loan thing, OP really does not need to loan anyone any money ever again and just point to this. Like, hey, my family literally ganged up in my yard and physically attacked me. Like, that's that's all you need to say. Like, if I if I keep doing this, like I did in the past, like I was generous, I gave I gave all this money to all these people, uh, and then they come and try and attack me. Either people that didn't get all that they wanted, or people that didn't get anything and are furious with me, even though we have no freaking relationship. So, oh God, o OP just continues to be a saint. What I'm very curious about, though, is the results of all of these trials because it seems like probably there's there's Uncle Bob who actually assaulted her. There's everyone else who is probably what trespassing, doing all these other things lawyers in the comment section lawyer students all you people studying law uh let me know in the comments down below um educate your boy but it seems like a lot of people could be catching cases out here which would make me so so delicious but let's get into this update first i am dealing with some health issues it's not related to the vid thankfully but I need some surgery. There will be a lawsuit against Uncle Bob and the visitor. When? The date is set for January at this point. Let's hope it doesn't get postponed. Husband and I have written a letter that our lawyer could read in court in the case that we wouldn't be able to be there, either in person or on a video call. Remember the blabbermouth sister-in-law, the very original one, guys? She's back. Let's call her Sister Sally. Sister Sally's role is becoming clear, but since we don't have the full picture yet, I will update you later. Uncle Bob had a minor fracture of his cheekbone, apparently. Nothing major. He didn't need any surgery. As for the husband lawyer, husband lawyer and I have had some good, honest conversations about my own behavior. Lawyer is a friend that I know from way back, and he says that although I am a quite the gentle soul, I can also be strict, direct, and have a no-nonsense attitude. Which OP needs? I have always been family-oriented and wanting to help others. Unfortunately, this has proved to be my downfall. Lawyer and husband agree that I can be more no-nonsense and stricter when it comes to family as well. I recognize I tend to sweep things under the rug because family, stupid, stupid me. Since then, I get great feedback from both of them and I have sought out a therapist who says I have also made improvements. That's a brilliant idea. Since the visit, husband and I have been contacted by many family members from his side, mostly to ask questions about as they just heard one side of the story and things were unclear to them. Some of them were understanding about the situation. They were honest that they felt left out, but as one cousin said, to be honest, I would not have thought of you either if something like this happened to me. They repeated they would appreciate any gesture, but that it was not their money to decide. Unfortunately, there were some family members who came to the defense of the visitors and said, what's the big deal? I had plenty of money. Just share it as you won't miss it. Here we go again. They have been sending us messages on a daily basis. Hello, harassment charges! Ding, 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 ding. Telling us that we were selfish people and that family should share when good luck came their way. Then one day we received a request for a Zoom call from a cousin who had not spoken to us at all. We accepted, only to find... No. No! It was a virtual ambush from the visitors. Some family members had gathered online from their separate homes to talk to us. They got minutes before I made it clear I wanted to say something. Me, I wanna say something, visitor, okay? So you want us to share the money? Yes. A lot of behind kissing comments like, really, you're the best. Me, first I want $2,000 from each of you. 
people crying in outrage, loads and loads of comments. And then one of them said the magical words, why would I give you that amount of money? Me and my partner work hard for that money. And now you just demand that amount. You can't do that. We all work hard for that money. So do we. What makes you think then that you can make the same demands of us and expect us to give in to them? I will be honest that I love the embarrassed silence that followed. The cousin with the loan was part of it and said that when he heard about it, he called for a certified loan for the down payment on his home. He then went on about the terms of the loan and that according to the lawyer, he had asked to review it. It was a good document. Strict, yes but it protected both sides. Husband and I tell them that our cousin with the loan was given the loan because he asked for it nicely and agreed to a certified loan. One of them asked if we would do it again. We told them point blank that if they wanted to borrow money, we wouldn't be sure to agree to it because of a couple things. Um, that you don't deserve it, but I digress. One, they behaved like entitled people and treated us like crap. Two, you don't get to treat people like this and then go kissing their behind the moment you want something. Three, they all have jobs. Save for it if it is something that is considered luxury. Three, the circumstances might change, so maybe we would not be able to help. Five, if, and that's a big if, we decide to help out, we want the most minuscule details about what the money is needed for, and they have to agree to get a certified loan. Most people back out as they don't want strings attached or a claim they made on their car or house. I totally see what OP is trying to say here. Kind of like, hey, uh, I will give you the money. Kind of like luring them in, like not luring them in, but telling them, hey, I have a way of giving you the money, but presenting it in such a way that they won't want to get it. It's almost a little bit like when you go to McDonald's and there's like the $3 small fry and then there's like the quintuple large fry for like $3.20 and you're like, yo, I'll go for that. Like OP is trying to position the option where it's like, hey, you could have this thing, but you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna wanna do that. It's very smart because it does give the family an option to, uh, you know, basically ask money, which God, I want to vomit almost any free time I say that. Um, but I, I think the danger is, especially with all the people involved, like an angry mob of 20 freaking family members, you just have to like lay down the law and you know what? You'll feel like an asshole. But again, I think what OP has now that she didn't have before was this incident to point to. Like, you know, hey, in this specific conversation, we have come to the understanding that like, hey, should I give you my hard-earned money just because you ask for it? Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Of course, that makes perfect sense. But not only did you come mob me at my house, but you punched me in the freaking face, trying to get money out of me, but you know, ready, ready to do it again. And I am not going to have that. Would you like someone coming to your house in a mob beating the crap out of you trying to get your money? No, no, never. No one would ever want that. So I totally see what OP is playing here. It is a smart move. Hopefully, I pray it deters anybody from even thinking of asking for money or just like getting so lost in the sauce of trying to get the certified loan stuff together that they just don't do anything. But I honestly am like at this point, just flat out be like, yo, I'm not helping you. And you know what? You have real ones in your family who helped you when your money was low and you paid them back handsomely. I think, I think rock with them, screw the rest. Just because they're related, just because they're related to you by blood kind of almost means nothing. It especially means absolutely nothing when they gang up on 
on you and try to attack you at your own. No, 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 no. But we have more. It was very silent for a while. I told them that I had a good idea. They wanted money because they wanted a more luxurious car or a remodel in their kitchen, bathroom, whatever in the house while it was still working and no hazard or need of replacing. Maybe they wanted to buy that fancy item they coveted for a while or a game console for their kids. Save up for it. More silence and embarrassed shifting on their part. Husband told them to stop harassing him. Thank you. We are being blamed of tearing the family apart, but their own greed was doing that. Correct! Up until now, there were no problems and we all went along just fine. Now money comes in the picture and almost everyone changes into money-hungry morons. Yup. His words, he became very emotional as he said that this wasn't the family he grew up with, ugh, and that he hated to see them change so much. Then the apologies came from some of them. We left the Zoom telling them that we only wanted to hear from them if they came with an apology first and not to contact us as we needed space. Oh, this, this is the move. Thank you so much. We, we, you know, they still might try to slide in some certified loans or whatever, but maybe this will get them to. Some have texted us those apologies and husband has some phone conversations. Others have not changed their status from money-hungry moron and keep texting us all kind of wailing stories about how much they need slash deserve the money. Block them. Block their freaking arson. One cousin even texted me saying that I deserve that slap in face. I was not blood and should therefore just bow down to the will of the family. Bruh, I, I don't think you really want OP's hands like that. I don't think you want the smoke. You gotta hop out the barbecue freaking oven, my guy, because you're about to get a slow roasted ham straight to the freaking face. He even told husband to get his wife back under control and be a good family member. Oh, oh, my blood is boiling. He keeps harassing us and made some comments that hint on me getting hit again. I simply said that if he had talked to cousin Bob and how his broken cheekbone, mm -hmm. those comments stopped and the cousin who got the loan told me that he suspects that that cousin didn't want to meet my right fist as cousin had talked to him about it and he had been hinting something along those lines. Every text is saved and goes into a big, big USB drive for the lawyer to get started on some nice cease and desist letters, as some may know them. Cousin Bob and the visitors have stopped contact when asked and advised. So that was the update up to this. On to a more positive note, Cousin Bob and his girlfriend, the cousin with the loan and his girlfriend had bought their house. And when it was done, we were invited to visit it. Mask wearing and keeping distance. They turned a house into a home. It was good to see the pride and joy coming from. Them. We're about to get into the part two of this, but uh, my freaking God. I think the thing that I'm very excited about is that OP is shifting more and more and more into the direction of, look, we don't owe these people anything. Why should we be giving them anything? They they don't deserve it. There is no freaking reason why these people should be getting any money from you after all, all the things that you have done for them. It is, it is just completely... So I'm super glad to see that OP. But without further ado, part two. A lot has happened in the past couple of months. Due to the fact that it was an enormous amount of text, I cut the update into more parts. First, I want to say that I have read all the comments. Thank you for taking the time to read my post and comment on it. Also, I had my surgery and I'm recovering slowly but steadily. Husband and the kids helped me a lot. Bless them. I also read some speculation about the college funds. First of all, where I live, college isn't insanely expensive like in the USA. Okay, so she's out of the States. 
good to know. These funds should suffice for community college type education or trade school, making it less expensive than private or top universities. Another point is that the funds only cover a good part of tuition and books. No rent, extracurricular activities, or living expenses. So it doesn't cost millions like some people have speculated. The mortgages were not entirely paid off, but I gave sister-in-law and brother-in-law and my brother an amount which helped them a lot. They paid the rest off themselves. My investments, they were done before husband was in the picture, were in some companies and technologies that have since grown. Finally, like what, what is this woman doing and how can we do the same? My goodness, I could, I'd never have to read another Redis 3 again. Just kidding, I love you guys. Not all investments have paid off, but some did. We count ourselves very lucky. Part of it goes to our retirement funds and to charities at home and abroad. I've asked for investment advice from a professional when I decided to do that. I was about 23 when I did. I also followed some courses on how to invest. Also, I noticed that some people on YouTube use the stories and I've read the responses. Some people asked why I would help a sister-in-law who behaves the way she did. Well, we love her kids and it was more for them than the sister-in-law and brother-in-law. Another reason was that we wanted to keep things fair if that's possible. I now know that this might not have been the smartest. Like I was saying before, uh, yeah. The last reason was is that we had seen decent behavior for some time, so we figured that manners had been learned. Now back to the situation with a bit of a backstory. Last time we left off, there was a couple of aunts, uncles, and cousins that came by to visit to demand and scream for money. One of the uncles earned the title of Little Love Tap, who we will call Uncle Bob, for the little love tap that he gave me. One of the cousins also had a loan and he's paid back everything. I asked the family not to contact me, but to contact a lawyer instead. They have mostly respected that. They did ask for a Zoom call in, which would explain everything. Lawyer Hubby and I agreed to do so after the court cases would be over. On to the update. I don't know all the details of the court cases as I couldn't be present. Not the vid, but other health-related issues. Let me say that first. Also, due to the nasty vid, most of the conversations were through online meetings. Uncle Bob was charged for trespassing, assault, and threatening to cause bodily harm, and he pled guilty. Take that, freaking Uncle Bob. Um, his lawyer said that he has been following anger management courses on his own and reports from the therapist in a Another court-ordered psychologist confirmed what we thought. That this is not like him and he regrets everything he's done. The judge gave Uncle Bob a very hard time from what the lawyer told me. The judge did not take kindly that a man hit a woman. Uncle Bob was asked some tough questions by the judge, the main as to why he did it. Well, now it gets juicy. As if this wasn't freaking juicy and crazy enough, my God. It seems that our blabbermouth sister-in-law threw plain loads of kerosene on a fire before her calls and texts didn't even exist. You see, the family didn't know that we had money as we had asked those who did to keep their mouths shut. That was respected until now. Blabbermouth sister-in-law called Uncle Bob and the rest of the family, telling them about the money and how we refused to share it with the family. Then came the lie. Blabbermouth turned on the waterworks, telling them and the other family members that I made fun of their financial situation, flaunted my wealth, and was overall mean, disrespectful, and spiteful. 
spiteful. Throw this woman in jail. She played the victim to them all, accusing me of horrible things. She then continued to say that I made fun of the rest of the family for their choices of life, jobs, ambition, and so much more. To keep a long story shorter, she pushed all the buttons and pushed them deep. The reason the rest of the visitors went crazy was again, thanks to Blabbermouth's sister-in-law, who really knows how to push people's buttons. That woman deserves an Oscar for her performance. Uncle Bob and the visitors apologized for whatever that's worth. Judge asked if our lawyer had some input from our side. Our lawyer wrote a letter that we wrote. He told the judge that we were deeply hurt by what had happened. There was no ill will, harm, or disrespect, and that was never meant towards any of them. We chose to do with the money as we saw fit and have always been willing to help. But having money does not mean that it should be handed out like it's dust in the wind. Our lawyer also told the judge that we are very angry for their entitlement and behavior, them showing up, and of course, the literal slap in the face. I used to respect them a lot, but I will not accept this behavior from anyone and ask the judge to have justice served. If that meant a sentence and a record, then so be it. Why would I feel any compassion for the people who felt the need to attack me? That's a great question, OP. Lay down the law. Uncle Bob was sentenced with eight. 18 months of community service. Okay. I was like, wait a second. Whoa. Okay. 18 months of community service and a fine plus court. Hey, that I like it. I like it. Especially for leading a siege in her lawn. This is too much. Uh, he has also continued the anger management courses for at least another year. An evaluation will determine whether or not something needs to be done after. This will go on some sort of record from what I've been told. I've accepted that. The visitors were also charged for harassment and threatening a person. They pled guilty and had to pay a hefty fine along with six months of community service. You know, if you had just been in OP's, not that you had to give her money when she had her health issues, but if you did, how ahead you would be in life, but yet you chose to storm the capital of her probably very fancy and well-manicured lawn and demand that you get as much money as you possibly could from her. And now where are you? You have a court case on your record. You've paid fat freaking fines to the courts that basically you're going into thin air. Well, I guess money is good to go to courts, but still, guys, think about it. This is something I've also accepted. And before I forget, they have already received and paid fines for breaking social distance. Some other family members have received the equivalent of a cease and desist letter from our lawyer after the virtual visit, since some kept harassing us. It's been quiet ever since. This was part one. I will give an update soon about what happened after the court cases. Yes. Look at my little ear, ear. Rubbing, rubbing my hands, ready for this delicious story. Let's keep going. Um, after the court cases, we arranged a Zoom call with the aunts, uncles, and cousins involved in the whole story became clear. And not only what Uncle Bob told in court, thus the part that Blabbermouth's sister-in-law played became entirely clear. Our lawyer and their lawyer were present. They apologized and explained that they felt really hurt and angry and that Blabbermouth's sister-in-law insisted that they went for their rightful share God, as they deserved it because of the hurtful things that I said they were family and deserved that family share. God. Blabbermouth told me that she did it and that it worked. 
They also repeated the insults and horrible actions that I committed according to Blabbermouth. They felt hyped up by her. That and the greed got the best of them. They understood that this money is for us to do as we please. Our relationship is not the same and it won't ever be again. They seem to understand that we're not able nor willing to forget this attack on me, my character, and to an extent, my husband as well. To be sure, I have a no contact order against them for at least a year. It also dawned on them that one breach of the order will ensure they get to meet law enforcement once again as I don't back down. They also realized that if we were willing to help out financially in forms of loans, they annihilated that chance. Ba-boom! We have been brutally honest with each other. I was pissed. I told them that they are adults who should have known better than to jump to conclusions. Correct! I was calm and collected when family members contacted me. Now, I wasn't. I let everything go. I told them to at least have the decency and soundness of mind to ask other parties slash parties involved for their side of the story and to listen to that side with an open mind. I tore them all a new one. Thank you. God, I was brutal according to my husband and lawyer. I treated the family to 20 minutes of brutal honesty. Even husband and lawyer said they were impressed to the point of being scared. After a lot of talking, the call ended. The relationship might not ever heal, but at least we discussed everything. I have my peace with that. If they could do this, then I don't want them as family. Lawyer thought that I had learned my lesson about not letting family off the hook easily just because they were family. OP. OP, OP, OP. However, some family members were not involved in the visit. They contacted me after the virtual visit. We gotta call this the ambush, the, the stampede, the, the blockade. So this is, this is not a visit. This isn't like, oh, hey, I got tea, crumpets, and pies. You all wanna hang? No, this is them bombarding your house and attacking you for money. They wanted to know how it was possible to earn slash get so much money. If this was before, I would have understood the curiosity, but now I am entirely completely skeptical. Um, I shared some info about investing and gave them a number for advice if they wanted. With the number came the warning that investment has its risks. Oh, I hope this doesn't go. Everyone, throw your money in Dogecoin. It's going to the moon. I earned a lot of money, but I also lost plenty of it. They should not be investing if it will put them in debt. They thanked me for the warning. In regards to college funds or whatever for them, we won't be doing that. Simply because we won't want anyone to think that such things can be achieved by this behavior. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't really have a relationship with them, but still, you don't treat family or any other person like this. Husband is still shaken that the mostly generous family he knew did what they did and treated him and me the way that they did. I hope he will be all right in the long run. So this is the part of Uncle Bob and the visitor. I wonder what the future will bring. And we don't have to wonder because there's more edits, more, more to the story, y'all. This account of mine was hacked. I received an email and someone changed my password. Since I had a health scare, I couldn't change it fast enough. For the a-hole that did that, really? Do something useful with your time instead of hacking accounts and posting pics of your stanky, stanky dong. Yeah, screw that. Um, more to the story. Last post is what happened to Uncle Bob visitors in the aftermath concerning them. This one is about Blabbermouth's sister-in-law, my not-so-lovely sister-in-law who instigated the whole mess. While two of her kids moved out after a very bad fight with her, the eldest 26 female and her boyfriend 
already had a home waiting and just moved in. The renovations are not finished, but she said she didn't care. They sleep on an air mattress in one of the bedrooms and the rest of the house is a mess as they still need to renovate a lot. Their second kid, 24 male, which by the way, was I the only one assuming they were like, 10 years old <laughs> i don't know which, which which makes sense now thinking that they went back and they like tried to make peace with her there these are grown grown children over here second kid 24 male is staying with his girlfriend at her parents house where he helps with bills both have gone no contact with their parents after finding out what happened due to their mother two of the kids 21 and 19 are pissed as heck but aren't speaking to her and sleep at their friends places a lot the 17 year old sides with the mother though but he's the baby and blabbermouth has has always spoiled him. I've read comments about how people suggested we cut off Blabbermouth's children. No, I'm not gonna do that. The 17 year old did a Blabbermouth in regards of demanding money. I frankly said that if he wanted an education largely paid for by my husband and I, he will stop with what he is doing and meet the requirements that come with the money for college. Otherwise, bye-bye uh, money, see you later. Right. Actually, I just realized that because it seems like his college money is already paid for from what I remember. Um, I told him that if he starts acting and behaving like his mother, bye-bye money. And yes, the money comes with requirements, very strict requirements. If you don't meet the requirements, the money flow stops. I'm not entirely. So far, he has stopped. His siblings tell me he is quite hilarious when he throws his temper tantrum. Brother-in-law and his wife, Blabbermouth, also seem not too amused by my standpoint in the situation, like I care. The rest of the family also let her know what they thought. They called her, gave her a piece of their minds, and went full-blown no contact. Blabbermouth and brother-in-law are now pariahs in the family. Some cousins would help them with a paint job. Not happening. Another uncle who checks their car every year for a reduced fee told them to find another garage for help. I love that. They can't, they can't even get their gas and their, their oil changed. Another cousin would renovate their roof. He gave the money back that they had paid and told them to find someone else. Mother-in-law is heartbroken. Now that hurts. I don't think she ever thought her own children could and would do this and break up the family. She still has contact with the grandkids, but her and Blabbermouth's relationship is strained. Same goes for father-in-law. Every Saturday, we would have coffee with immediate family. Mother-in-law, father-in-law, blabbermouth, brother-in-law, and the kids if they had time. Us and our others. We still see them, but we don't go there if we know blabbermouth will be coming too, or is already there. That has meant that the times that we were there and saw her coming, we immediately packed our things in. Oh, that's so tough when you're like trying to go hang with your, your parents and your siblings. Like this is, and this is her husband's sister, man. Like I, could you imagine for a second everybody your own sister does this to you and your significant other come on blabbermouth had been badgering my husband me and the kids alternating how sorry she is and that she didn't mean for this to happen and acting like she did nothing wrong one time she called my husband who put the phone on speaker once as i was curious as heck and wanted to hear how she dug herself deeper into a pile of crap Ooh, she didn't disappoint i had to laugh hysterically when she spewed her crap through the phone told her that if she didn't want this all to happen then why did she do it why did she tell all those lies she just wanted money and employed the family as her minions to do her bidding because if i had paid for them i could pay for her right she was silent lawyer is looking if any legal action could be taken against blabbermouth he has been given the text from the family and from us at this point slander instigation for harassment and violence and harassment itself are the ones he is collecting evidence for. I like that. He digs deep. He wants everything so he can throw it at. He has even contacted the family to see if they were willing to hand over the text voluntarily, 
most did. Blabbermouth has been blocked from both of our phones, email, social media, after the last phone call. After she found out she had been blocked, she came to our home to try to sweet talk her way out of it. Brother-in-law came too. They even came together on times they knew that husband would be out and try to intimidate slash sweet talk. My answer was to call the police. Let's go. Next, Blabbermouth tried to slander us to people in the hometown. Have you not learned your lesson? Please, please, for the love of God, please, your, please learn your lesson. Um, Unfortunately for her, that backfired and she gets the stink eye from a lot of people in town. Then she did something that scared us a bit. One day a week, my mother-in-law picks up the youngest kids from school. They go with her, have a snack, and are later joined by the eldest who goes to secondary school. They do their homework from there and then they either eat, we all eat there, or we get some takeout for dinner. Mother-in-law is always early due to a doctor's appointment. She and father-in-law ran late though. Blabbermouth was waiting at school of our youngest kids. I don't like this. Why? We don't know. The kids thankfully saw her and stayed inside the school. Eldest son had finished school early and had decided to go to his sibling's school to go with them with our mother-in-law. He saw his aunt and waited inside the school to wait for mother-in-law with his sibling. Blabbermouth left shortly after. Thank God. School was brought up to date on the situation and promised to call the police immediately if she was spotted again. Wow. In the meantime, we are waiting for an approval for a no contact order against her and brother. I think at this point, that's the ultimate solution. I mean, they're potentially coming and scooping up your kids like that cannot happen. We have also moved to a different place. Initially, we didn't want to, but due to what happened, we thought it might be best to do so. Other people heard what happened and were very friendly all of a sudden. I have a small update on the cousin who decided to use our car to vent his frustrations as well as on the lawsuit blabbermouth hit us what cousin has probably lost his job and has a lot of trouble there apparently his boss got wind of the fact that he vandalized our cars and was caught on camera whoa don't know how he found out and frankly don't care boss is not happy at all from the family members that don't have a no contact order against us, we hear the two different tale. What I know for certain is that at Cousin's job, the stunt he pulled got him into serious trouble. We also got a temporary no contact order against him. Damages are set to be fixed who weeks time. Jeez. Uh, cousin has been told the amount of damages he has caused. He can pay for it out of his own pocket, of course. Insurance companies don't pay for idiots destroying other people's cars. That they don't. Thank God. Um, he will also see the inside of a courtroom in either August or September. We also found out how he found our car. His friends live in the same neighborhood as we do. We didn't know this. The cousin seemed to have told his friends his version of events and his buddies told us he saw us in the neighborhood. Wonder what friends think now after what the cousin did. As for the lawsuit, let's get the people clear. My dear lawyer friend had his batch of cookies and he loved them. He also replied to Blabbermouth, sending some of what he had on texts, voicemails, and emails with a note that if Blabbermouth didn't drop the lawsuit, we would counterfile and demand compensation of whatever kind. There are people who thought that Blabbermouth lied to her lawyer. She, of course, did. She told a bunch of lies and decided to fabricate evidence to prove it. Wow, my lawyer saw it. Blabbermouth didn't like it and dropped them as clients. I couldn't help but wanting to be a fly in the wall when Blabbermouth's lawyer told Blabbermouth that. 
Let's see what she'll do next. I'm halfway wondering if I should get popcorn and a soda for this. Bruh, listen, I, I already had to pour a drink up. This is this is getting too saucy over here. Y'all realize this this story is so long. I had I had to get a cable for this, y'all. We we heard you like long stories. So if you want more long stories, drop a comment below. Can, convince me and Sam. Do, do we do this? Do we do this every time, y'all? Let us know. Con, convince us. Let's let's see how many comments we get. On to more of the story. Oh, I am. This shit is hard. You tried delivering a five-star podcast. Make it easier on Mama Sam. Go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. Okay, okay, now. Oh, Congratulations, Sam. You have a beautiful five-star podcast. Thank you, listener.